Hello, hello, hello. This is Marella Kale, your location gal, and you're on my podcast, Fire Chat with Marella, pop culture and real estate tips and hacks. Thank you for tuning in. This is an amazing week. Uh, it's actually, um, we just uh, finished watching the Grammys and hey, Super Bowl is next week on Sunday and the 49ers, which is our team, is in the Super Bowl. So it is so exciting for football fans all over the world, um, the American football, that is, and especially for the Niners and Kansas City Chiefs. Let's be fair and mention them too. They are in the final as well. So in this episode, I have a market update and um, I want to tell you a little bit more about some other going ons in the pop culture arena but also my um, impressions of the Grammys and some of the um, fun things that happened and some of the blips that happened so uh, that will be in the food for thought Sunday segment but um, thank you for stopping by and as always you can reach out at relocationgal at gmail.com Along with the fact that I don't believe in knocking things down and talking about the negative, when you can celebrate what's positive and focus on that, I'm going to say that I don't think enough is being done to celebrate this particular um, occasion or victory or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I want to touch upon it. This has to do with an Oscar nod. And I will talk about this one in the Food for Thought Sunday segment because I don't think enough has been said about it. So I'm going to give it a shout out. This is Fire Chat with Mirella Podcast. Pop culture and real estate tips and hacks. Grab a coffee, tea, or hot chocolate and let's chat. How is the market? Hidden gems, pro tips for buyers, sellers, and investors. Interviews. Insights and fan facts for balance and empowerment. Including mindfulness meditation, chat number nine, and food for thought Sundays, featuring movie reviews and show tips. For media inquiries and collaborations, please call 408-404-8156. And do subscribe to Fire Chat with Mirella podcast on your favorite platform, now available on Amazon Music and Audible as well, if you don't want to miss any future episodes. And you may also join my coffee club for exclusive and early content, a membership called Classic Black Coffee VIP is available on Patreon.com. Thank you for listening and supporting my little podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy.
is the market? So the market continues to baffle people a little bit. However, the, the biggest baffling thing is basically that um, the low inventory continues. The prices are holding very steady, right? Well, that kind of makes sense. And the properties are flying off the shelves. So the interest rates, yes, they do have a bearing, definitely. And they have been on a downward um, trajectory now for a while. Then they stabilized and they, they kind of go, you know, a little bit up and down maybe but they are mostly on the lower trajectory and everyone's expecting that uh, that's going to continue and or perhaps even go down a little bit more however for the most part the experts and economists are saying that um, they already had taken into consideration the fed that is um, the lowering of the rates um, so they may stay kind of within the same realm and everyone is expecting though within perhaps 12 or 18 months that to change so that means that um, there will be a possibility to refinance nevertheless um, if you want some more information or some specifics Definitely you can set up an appointment with uh, one of our specialists. Um, they will be able to give you all kinds of scenarios. Uh, just start with a call with me and I can set that up for you. It's uh, calendly.com slash relocation gal and we can get you all set up so you can get your information. Um, so yeah, we've been saying that, you know, that the rates are down, the prices are holding pretty steady, although they are a little bit lower, right? Um, for the most part, however, don't expect anything to go down. In fact, all the projections now are for the prices to go up this year. So on the percentages, they're not sure. I've heard, you know, uh, different numbers thrown out. So I'm not going to do that uh, yet right now, because first of all, we don't know for sure, but definitely the pricing is steady because of the demand and not enough inventory as we've been hearing all along right so now here's the interesting thing i was just setting up some market alerts for uh, for my clients here in pleasanton and i noticed that um you know the the activity for the buyers that are in this database this is one of the largest databases for buyers that that uh, we have access to and you can look at these reports and see how they're doing basically week, week to week day to day almost and uh, here when I was looking at Pleasanton for the week of January 15th to the 21st for example of this year 2024 uh, there were 297 active buyers and then if you compare that to next week which is the 22nd of January to the 28th that number of active buyers went up to 358 so almost like a 17 or 20 percent increase in the number of buyers looking so uh, the competition is only getting um, more uh, active as you can see so there will be more people looking and um, that goes along this data is along goes along with what the projections are and what we've seen on the market typically um, after the new year and also now with the rates um, changing in a more favorable direction 
so that definitely is um, something that's that's happening right now and so um, again you know you should check with your realtor on the specifics for where you're looking um, and if you have any questions reach out and uh, drop me a note at relocationgal at gmail.com and let's see let me see if I can look at another couple of cities here to give you an idea and this is another market alert for San Jose I'm looking at right now and so for the week of let's see this is for the city of San Jose and the week of January 1st to January 7th is showing 1951 active buyers versus January 22nd to 28th 2578 so we are experiencing an increase in listings like I mentioned before uh, kind of inching up a little bit at a time and you can see that the number of buyers is increasing quite dramatically from week to week now incidentally you know you can ask your realtor to set up some sort of alert like this for you and if you'd like one set up if you don't have one at the moment um, you can contact me at relocationgal at gmail.com and we can set up one for you that way, that way you can get this in your inbox and we have different frequencies that um, you can choose let's see we can send it bi-weekly monthly quarterly or we can manually schedule it for you um, you know whenever is convenient so um, definitely something worth looking at because it changes obviously and if you want to stay uh, stay up to date on this that is very helpful and also if you're looking to sell this also is very a very helpful tool and we have other tools such as testing the market before you even go on the market and uh, we have another tool that gives you evaluation we can run a CMA which is the um, the comparative market analysis for you to get your valuation for you so all these tools are at your disposal um, and we are gladly uh, sharing that with you and you will in this report by the way you will get a graph that shows um, all this activity also a map that is detailed in terms of where the activity is um, the most prominent and you will get a list of top viewed listings as well as recently sold listings and recently listed and updated listings um, in this report so by all means uh, let me know if you'd like something like this okay already then and now it's time for hidden gem hidden gems are properties that I find interesting and cool for a number of reasons it could be architectural details it could be location it could be what a great deal they are in addition to and mostly it's because they offer a wonderful lifestyle and it, they could match different um, different lifestyles it depends on what they offer right and they vary in price and they can be located anywhere in the bay area uh, they could be in the suburbs um, they could be 
um, in the city, in San Francisco, you know, could be a condominium in the city or a single family home, could be new construction. It could be out in Pleasanton, in the East Bay, it could be South Bay, in San Jose or Los Gatos. It could be in Marin County, like South Salido. It could be um, in Napa Valley, you know, it could be an estate in Napa. It could also be uh, a beautiful property right on the ocean with incredible views uh, in Carmel or Monterey or Pacific Grove. So these properties will be all over the Bay Area. And if you're interested in touring it or learning more about them, let me know. Um, and drop me a note at relocationcollegeemail.com and I'll be happy to give you more information. Also, I provide links on my social media to these so you can learn more from there as well. And as always, if you need anything, do reach out. You can also schedule a call with me on calendly.com slash relocationgal. All right, let's go on the tour now. And this week's hidden gem, or this uh, on this episode, I'm going to talk about um, some wonderful uh, communities that are um, offering new homes in the Bay Area. Believe it or not, there are some available, and some are quick movements. These are new construction homes, and they're kind of scattered through the bay area and there's just recently i visited a couple of sites and um one is just a gorgeous community it's uh still being built however they have a quick moving homes available um that will be delivered in about three months or so and uh it's in a gated community one-story homes for 55 plus this particular one is uh two bedroom two bath homes one story um they have all the amenities pickleball they have pickleball courts they have tennis they have a bocce ball a beautiful clubhouse um they have someone who organizes events there that's going to be um uh, running different types of activities the lifestyle is amazing with indoor outdoor pools and just gorgeous stunning surroundings um, and uh, incredible active wonderful community now they do have a special event going on that i believe ends at the end of this week right now so it's a good time to go visit and tour if you're one of my clients and you uh, are in this category if you'd like to go tour these homes, uh, let me know. Give me a call, call or text me or send me an email, <laughs> whichever, and we can schedule something or schedule a call with me on calendly.com slash relocation And we can start there if you are looking for something like this. And by the way, the prices are... Um, very good comparatively <laughs> excellent for the bay area so um yes and the other community is more so this one's a little more uh, remote but it's not not at all far away from um all the action you can um drive to san francisco you can drive 
you know, to Harris Ranch. You can, it's actually a really great location uh, when you think about it, and especially for the retirees, right? For the time that you're enjoying life and uh, you have the lifestyle where you live. So you don't have to always go somewhere else to enjoy that lifestyle. And that's the point. Now, this other community is much closer. It's in the heart of everything. And so um, some of the homes are, townhomes are available now for moving in. And then um, they will have condominiums uh, on several levels that will be uh, one story for each each space when they're done and um, they will be completed in the next phase so probably another um, year or so I'm thinking but this is also a good opportunity for someone who wants something on one story and they don't need the steps there will be elevators and um, the building itself will be like three stories so Thought Sunday starts now. So everyone is up in arms because Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig were not nominated for the Oscar, even though their movie Barbie, which Greta directed and co-wrote with Noah Baumbach and Margot Robbie produced, um. They were not nominated for the Oscar. However, the movie got, I believe, uh, seven or eight nominations total. And that includes Best Actor Ryan Gosling nomination, which is great. He was wonderful in this movie. And no, this this movie was not trivial. This was not a fun-only movie. It was a fun movie. It was a fun way to show what they wanted to show. But if you didn't get the underlying cultural references and such, then I suggest maybe you want to rewatch it. And if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Simply move on. That's fine. However, the biggest Oscar nod that's being kind of overlooked, including actually the person who was nominated, is the Best Supporting Actress nomination for America Ferreira. Even she was very surprised. (laughs) And I'm not. Again, I'm saying I am not surprised. You know, people are saying, well, were you surprised by, you know, she got the American uh, Critics' Choice Award as well. And um, so rightfully, and I have to say that the first time I saw the movie, her monologue, the her delivery of the monologue, first of all, the monologue. The monologue itself is outstanding. It's um, modern art, you know? It's spoken word and it's delivered in such a way that it is modern art, period. And um, I am so glad that she got nominated. I am, of course, I am not happy that other women were not nominated like Margot and and Greta which would be so deserving 
Um, however, I have to say there are a lot of great movies this season as they are, you know, there are usually, but um, I think they wanted to highlight this specifically, which I think it's phenomenal. And I think Greta and Margot are actually happy with that. I don't believe that they're not. <laughs> so um, I am so happy for America Ferrara. Once again, kudos. Once again, she did an unbelievably wonderful job delivering this speech monologue on how to be a modern woman or how it's impossible to be a modern woman <laughs> because of all the expectations that are coming at women all the time, 100%. Now, the movie itself um, is from the very beginning. It shows you that there are so many more Barbies and so many more cans, right? That everyone is a can, everyone is a Barbie, and everyone can be expressing who they are. In fact, I saw an interview with, I believe, the costume designer, and she said that, well, they had a ton of different Barbies and cans in this movie, and she encouraged people to be helpful with the design saying what would be their expression of themselves in their what they were wearing so they could project their persona or their personality onto their characters and this is another brilliant little detail in this movie and so it's so uniting and unifying and positive and celebratory of differences uh, that I believe this was a brilliant choice, actually, in this particular case. And Ryan Gosling, Gosling absolutely killed this uh, role. And Greta and Margot were, were absolutely 100% right that this part was basically written for him. And they admitted that they were, they were just set on having him star in the movie because of how fitting he would be for this role and I cannot even think of another person in this role he is a perfect choice so it's a victory <laughs> in every way and I don't think people need to focus on the opposite you know like who wasn't nominated so if we went down that road we're gonna point out every single person that wasn't nominated you know uh it's just not, it's just futile. It's, it's just a waste of time, waste of words, and waste of talking. So I just love it that America Ferrara, once again, got a very well-deserved recognition. And she even couldn't believe it. And you know what? She should believe it. Again, I mean, she definitely should believe it. And if she wins, God, I would be so happy if she won this. This is, <laughs> this is wonderful. Okay, enough now. Maybe that's enough. <laughs> I don't know if I can stop talking about it. Probably not. It's just a, a great big positive highlight in pink that we need so much in this world. We need so much of a good vibe to counteract all the negativity, violence, hate, division, all these negative things that are going on in this world that are absolutely 
overtaking social media and just about anything that you look at or, or, or plug into these days. And it's only going to spin out of control more because of all the fakeness and all the fake tools and things that are, you know, at people's fingertips now. So, so yes, let's counteract it with good vibes and positivity and celebration of authentic, real wins and victories, authentic people, not some, you know, made up, filtered through fake whatever okay just real real people real experiences uh, and there are plenty of those and if we need to unplug let's unplug let's unplug it's okay to be offline uh, it's okay to be on dnd airplane mode when you need to of course cover your bases cover your you know emergencies whatever but we need that it's now more than ever because it's just too much. It's just been too much. And it's time to recognize that, I think. And this is this is a one great step towards it. To highlight the one real thing that was so real. This was the most real thing in the entire script. There were other wonderful moments. Absolutely. And those should be celebrated. And this one is my winner here in my little realm of, of uh, pop culture um, recognition. Okay, already then. Moving on to the next segment. Speaking of pop culture, this is exciting. I just finished watching the introduction by the fantastic host this year of the Grammys, uh, Trevor Noah, he was just killing it. And it is an exciting year because apparently Johnny Mitchell will be performing at the Grammys for the very first time ever. And Billy Joel, yeah, that Billy Joel will have a new song which he will be performing. So if you are tuning in to the Grammys or maybe you're taping the Grammys, make sure you do watch it. It's gonna be an amazing show. He had a fa fantastic introduction and of course he did mention the Time Magazine Person of the Year among all the wonderful artists that are actually present and are going to be featured and are going to be honored today. And uh, there was a great opening dance and song by Dua Lipa uh, also. What's really remarkable this year for Taylor Swift is that she is in incredible company because she has won three albums of the year in her career and the only other artists who won that prestigious title is Stevie Wonder, Frank Sinatra and Paul Simon and he's she's the only woman first of all if you want to point that out but this year, she is nominated for the fourth time for Album of the Year. If she wins, this is a historic win uh, and a breaking record win for her and for any artist ever. So kudos. Uh, hopefully she wins. I am a big Swifty supporter. 
So I hope she wins today. And um, yeah, and um, I just saw Miley Cyrus win one award. So I'm not going to spoil it if you're going to watch it later. But um, it looks very exciting and very cool. And um, yeah, so that's exciting in pop culture today. Today is Sunday, February 4th, 2024. I have to say that I really enjoyed watching the Grammy Awards this year and um, all the performances, everything was top notch, really. And um, the direction was great. And of course, the Trevor Noah just completely killed it. He was wonderful as the host, funny and um threw in some unexpected twists and turns, which made everybody uh, chuckle and just be joyful overall. So it was it was really great. And of course, there were some surprises, as you would always expect. And um, yes, I'm going to do some spoiler alerts if you haven't watched it yet and you taped it, because nowadays people tape these things, so I don't know. Uh, if you haven't watched it, then this is a spoiler alert. But yes, <laughs> I think you probably have heard because it's all over everywhere. And Taylor made, hi made history with her win. Uh, her fourth time album of the year, Midnight album. And here are some little fun facts for the Swifties. And I'm sure the Swifties already know that. But um, of course, she revealed her new album coming out uh on April 19th, I believe, this year. And it's called The Tortured Poets something. I can't remember. The Tortured Poets Department is the title of the new album. And um, it is her 13th Grammy win, which is her lucky number. And, um, and the fun fact was she was wearing this uh, choker co color with a watch, kind of Art Deco style watch. And, and the watch was set to a few minutes to midnight. And she did win for the Midnight's album. So I think that probably had something to do with it. In any case, everything was great until the reaction everybody had to the actual acceptance of the award where Taylor seemed very um, shocked, even, even though of course she was nominated. So, I mean, uh, she could have guessed that she could have won, but still, I mean, it, it is a big, huge deal. So um, she proceeded to go to the stage and then I have to say that I was one of the people that were sort of stunned at her um, complete sort of ignorance <laughs> of uh, Celine Dion standing there, who who is herself a legend, right, in her own right, and such an accomplished artist. And on top of that, she hadn't been around because of her health issues and so for Taylor to just kind of, you know, uh, just completely just take the award and not even say thank you and do some kind of air kiss. I don't know, something. <laughs> I kept saying, she's standing there, do something, turn around. Uh, it was strange. All right. 
So I have to say that I'm one of the people that were stunned, happy for Taylor, very, very happy because I, I, I think she deserves it and she's, uh, she's wonderful and, um, a great accomplished artist and, um, her talents definitely off the charts. And so when she arrived to the stage, the person giving the award to her was Celine Dion, who is a legend in her own right, of course. And even seeing her was a surprise because she hadn't been around because of her health issues and, and all, all that. So everyone was really pleasantly stunned when they saw her and happy to see her. And she got a standing ovation when she was presenting. And then Taylor came up to the stage with her entourage and her friend and and everyone. And and then she, when she finally came up to, to Celine, she just sort of took the award, the Grammy, and turned around and and hugged her friends on the other side of the stage, basically. And I kept going like, what? I mean, okay. I was surprised. I mean, the reaction, she must have been completely in shock. We have to give it to her. And, you know, I've seen both sides of the coin people going back and forth on this, right? Well, it did make her real like she is because she kind of acts out what she is about, so to speak. And then later she took pictures. They show pictures with Celine later. And at the same time, it's like in the moment, everyone's watching and and going, you know, I'm going like, Taylor, Taylor, turn around, turn around. You know, like, you, you didn't say anything to Celine. She didn't acknowledge her. She didn't say thank you. She didn't do a hug or anything. Now, I have seen some explanations and... Okay, the source of it being TikTok, so please don't take it too seriously. But I haven't done enough research to know this. But uh, anyway, uh, Celine is, of course, dealing with health issues. And the particular rare condition that she has, um, this lady was explaining that she actually had worked with with this and and knew what it was and and uh she said that there is some risk with um coming up to the person and um maybe even hugging them and that sort of thing that could potentially cause a problem with them and this could have been one of the issues that that Taylor tried not to not to do that if that indeed is the case i don't know uh, so if you want to weigh in and send me a message and tell me about it i would love to know but at the same time i can't imagine that she couldn't just nod or smile or do something you know um just to acknowledge it so especially since it's the uh, celine dion and i mean <sighs> I can't imagine that it had to do anything with their dresses because somebody did point out and I did in fact notice that they were wearing 
gowns that were very similar. And in fact, on TV, when you watch it quickly, it, they look very much not the same, but they are, you know, they looked white. And then later I found out Celine's dress is like very, very light pink. However, the cut of the dress, the design overall is very similar with a very high cut side and and such and that the you know how it drapes on the body and everything and um so they are very similar and um it was a little odd i did notice that and i was thinking okay that's a little strange although she was wearing a coat over her dress celine was um so i can't imagine that they had to do anything with this but uh, at the same time, there is a lot of going back and forth on this. And um, Taylor did take pictures backstage with Celine. And I can't imagine that she she would just, you know, people say snub her. So um, I got to give her the benefit of the doubt here. And at the same time, I was disappointed when I was watching it live. Yes, I was disappointed uh, that I didn't see some kind of a reaction from her. And then again, she was shocked. She was trying to gather her thoughts and, and think of what to say and I'm sure how to say it. And then she was revealing her album to her fans, which she does, you know, all the time. She does this with Swifties, with all the Swifties. And, you know, she gives them hints. And, um, and this was a big stunner because everybody thought, uh, possibly she was releasing another Taylor's version of another album that that would be the announcement. And that was not the case for two years. She kept it under wraps and apparently was working on this new album. So, you know, kudos to her. And, uh, she's busy. <laughs> she was, you know, she was just thanking everyone how she feels so lucky that she gets to do what she really loves. And um, she's super grateful to everyone. And so it was still real poignant. Um, so I have to give it to her. Now, with other other performances at the Grammys, uh, Miley Cyrus just completely blew the top off of the venue when she sang her flowers song and everyone was up on their feet and dancing and she said don't act like you don't know the song <laughs> she told everybody <laughs> which was very cool and then she ended it with a rock and roll uh kind of oomph uh version uh, and total tina tina turner in um i'm sure you know, in, in honor of Tina Turner, who unfortunately we lost, right? She, she passed away and she was just this un, just boundless energy, you know, um, all her life and, and such an artist herself that it was just really great to see Miley kind of um, really you know, channeling Tina there. It was, it was fantastic. What a great moment. It was, and Miley is so talented. Her voice is incredible. She, she really hit it off and she looks her best. I mean, she is in an incredible shape and, 
at the end, she just like slams the mic <laughs> down at the end and walks off. And I, I could watch this over and over and over again. I love it because we taped it and I watched it several times. <laughs> it's really a great moment. And of course, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish performed the, the beautiful song from Barbie. What am I made for? And she just, she's amazing. I mean, she will take you... Um, to different places. It's like reading a beautiful uh, story, you know, uh, she pulls you in with her. So uh, incredible performer. And there were other wonderful performances. Uh, of course, Dua Lipa um, opened it up and did some acrobatics there <laughs> on, um, on this con contraption, which was very cool. And she's great. So Wonderful moments. Um, let's see who else. Um, we had some great performances, but you know, another highlight was definitely um, Tracy Chapman performing together with um, Luke Combs, and it was an incredibly uh, special moment uh, because, of course, we also learned the story of him listening to the song when he was a child and uh, just really loving it. And um, it's called Fast Car, I think is the title of the song. And it's a very well-known so song, of course, and beautiful. And Tracy has not performed in a very long time. So this was such a special moment. And of course, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell is 80 years old, and this is the first time ever she performed at the Grammys. Same thing, just absolutely took everyone to the stratosphere. I mean, the way she performs is just incredible. Her voice is still great. Now, and that's not all. We also had Billy Joel. Billy, Billy Joel ha has not been performing and has not been writing songs really for a very long time. And uh, there was kind of an interesting story too of this young man, how he was able to connect with him and sort of they connected, they hit it off in terms of writing together, I guess, and producing together, not writing really, but um, it encouraged him and he wrote this incredible song and performed it for the first time at the Grammys. <laughs> and that was like standing ovation, you know, uh, a great uh, way to celebrate his talent and contribution to the music industry and to everyone's lives. I mean, who doesn't know a great Billy Joel song? You know, it's um, it's truly, truly heartwarming and amazing. It was really great. Um, and um, let's see, there were some other wonderful moments I can think of right now. But um, of course, Jay-Z did mention Beyonce not getting albums um, of the year awards and being nominated and yet not getting the, uh, the award. I sort of feel for him, but I don't think when they showed Beyonce, I don't think she was really happy with that at all. And at the same time, he decided to take a stance. And, you know, it's always going to be a con controversy with these awards because um, they're not, they're subjective and art is subjective. And 
um, you know, it's POV point of view and who knows, you know, what goes really behind all this. And we know that, you know, what the win was very well deserved and, and so forth. But he also mentioned that some people didn't really belong in the category, which, you know, one thing is to, to mention, and I don't mean to be critical. I, you know, I'm not sure like where he came from saying this really. And so I don't mean to do that. However, the way it was presented, um, it came out a little awkward and then, you know, because that's detrimental to people who, not just the people who come up with the uh, results, right, but people who nominate. And so that has a lot to do also with fans, right, with people who make it popular. So the fans make it popular. That means that they love it. And so it's a thin line (laughs) to walk the way this is done currently. So maybe they need to revamp or change the way they do it. or maybe they don't need to do it. You know, who knows? Maybe they should have some other different way of um, acknowledging that. So it was kind of uh, interesting how that went down. Of course, I don't know, for me, it was a little flashback to some other controversy that happened years before. Uh, and it was in particular Taylor Swift. And it was another person. So I I don't know, that kind of, you know, I don't know, nobody really is mentioning that, but it did kind of have a flashback for me. So it was a little strange. Um, And at the same time, I had to say his daughter, his and Beyonce's daughter was there and she was so poised and just looked beautiful and very um, calm and collected, just stood there with her father and so I, I mean, that was the, the poignant part of the whole thing, I think. Um, and so other than that, it was just um, incredible. And then the tribute to Tina Turner, the whole performance was great. Um, Fantasia was um, performing and, and she is amazing. She really took it to the next level and had everybody on their feet dancing. So that was wonderful because this should be just a joyful and wonderful experience. And I think they pulled it off. I mean, they pulled it off quite wonderfully. Uh, It was a joy to watch and it was um, really special. So yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. Definitely. Definitely a winner. <laughs> Definitely a winner and worth watching. So if you haven't watched it and you maybe taped it, um, go ahead and watch it. <laughs> it it's good. Well, yes, it is the Super Bowl week and definitely a lot uh, is buzzing around around what's ha- going to happen and everyone is excited for it. And especially here in the Bay Area, because we have the San Francisco 49ers in the finals in the Super Bowl this year. So it's especially um, wonderful. And everyone is on the edge of their seats who is a fan. And definitely we are fans of the 49ers. So I'm going to give you a little um, information here on the background of the two 
big uh, what they're called is conferences um, and just kind of give you an idea of what this is because it's football in America is a huge business in addition to uh, being a wonderful sport that's really popular it's also um, you know it's faced criticism over the years of course it is a pretty violent sport if you look at, at it sometimes it's hard to watch um, it, it is very physical right so um, even with all the protective gear, it, it seems like uh, the beating that these players can take sometimes is amazing. Um, and they are so resilient and just keep going. So, um, yeah, I, I like it because uh, definitely there is so much to, you know, their personalities. There's a lot of very interesting people, um, people who play at that level. Uh, they are amazing. They are so driven and their stories are really fascinating. And many, many documentaries have been done on this. There are some special documentaries that have been have been filmed with coaches and players over the years. So um, they're just fascinating, fascinating individuals, you know, to to keep going against all obstacles um, to to really to make it to that that level is incredible so this is like the big olympics you know like if you're um, any professional athlete at, at a very very high level this is where they got to be so it's it's a coveted spot it's a um, very important place for them to be so um, the 49ers are going to play Kansas City Chiefs and so this is the info I got from this uh, website called Diffin. Very cool website here. It shows you these differences between AFC versus NFC. So the American Football Conference is the first one. And the second one is National Football Conference. And they make up the American National Football League, NFL. That's what they say here, right? Each conference has 16 teams in the United States, four in each division north south east and west the top six teams from both conferences they continue division leaders and two wildcard teams play each other and the last undefeated team in each conference plays in the super bowl so that's how they end up in the super bowl afc teams have 27 super bowl wins while nfc teams have 24 since the merger of the afl and nfl in 1970. so let's see here's a comparison chart that's interesting introduction american football conference so afc the american football conference is one of the two conferences of the national football league nfl this conference and its counterpart, the National Football Conference, NFC, currently contains 16 teams each, making up the 32 teams of the NFL. So they're repeating this information here, okay, for each conference. Formerly, American Football League is American Football Conference now, and the National Football League pre-1970 AFL-NFL major. Uh, let's see. National Football League is basically comprised of the two, right? So Super Bowl, 27 wins or championships, 27 for the American Football Conference. So we, we are trailing 
them by three here it looks like because the 49ers are actually on the national in the national football conference so the 49ers have their work cut out for them it looks like right okay so moving on here let's see what we've got most valuable team now take a note of this how much do you think they're worth new new england patriots uh in the american football conference are are worth 1.8 billion dollars in the national football conference dallas cowboys 2.3 billion also the most valuable team in the nfl most recent champions in the uh, afc uh, are kansas city chiefs second title for those guys and here they are again in the super bowl so yeah watch out everybody philadelphia eagles uh got their third title most recently from the national in the national Con football conference so nfc okay um established in 1970 each one of them each one has 16 teams like we said before north division teams so we have for AFC, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, and Pittsburgh Steelers. On, let's see, in the National Football Conference, NFC, we have for North Division teams, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, and Minnesota Vikings. Now, East Division teams for American Football Conference, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, and New York Jets. And for National Football Conference, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Co Commanders. West Division teams for AFC, Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, o formerly Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers, Speaking of Raiders, those guys are now um, in Las Vegas. They're going to play in Las Vegas. I think they're really playing in Las Vegas. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they are. They play in Las Vegas. So I don't know why this says Oakland. Okay. Uh, National Football Conference, Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco 49ers. Woohoo, go Niners. And Seattle Seahawks. South Division teams for AFC, Houston Texans, Indiana, Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans. And for NFC in the South Division teams, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, then here they also talk about the brief hist history of the NFL, AFC, and NFC. And I can include a link to this in in the um, description so you can see more there's also a map that shows um, each region and where the teams are located for each for each one so very cool okay excellent so you can find out more about it okay <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of Fire Chat Merla podcast, you might just enjoy 
the others and the upcoming ones. You never know. Yes or no? Maybe. <laughs> well, just in case, if you don't want to miss any future episodes, make sure that you subscribe. Click the follow button or the plus on your favorite platform. Thank you again, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Stay informed, be well, and be kind. And I'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Do You Eve Media. Copyright 2024. All rights reserved.